episode of Dinger Discussions, your go-to podcast for all things baseball. My name is Matthew Queer. I thank you for listening today. So, today what we're going to be doing is continuation of um, the division preview series, like mini-series uh, that I've been starting. We're going to finish out the National League West, already did the East and Central. So we're going to finish out the National League with the West, I should say. Um, if you haven't already heard the East and Central, first off, go listen to them. But um, just a quick breakdown of the, I guess you'd call it the format. It's not too complicated. Just going to, uh, I'm on Fangraph's roster resource, just kind of going through um, the roster, right? That makes sense. Um, and then any uh, potential storylines, talking points, important things for each team in that division. And then I'll also give... Um, a record projection um, of how I think they're going to do and fare in the division. So, yeah, I think that's everything. Um, yeah, all right, so let's get started with this episode. So, starting off, um, they've ran the NL West for seemingly ever. It's been a while that they haven't actually finished in first place. The Los Angeles Dodgers, who last year won 111 games insane they were 111 and 51 um just crazy you know falling short in the what was it the ds to uh the padres um little brother is a little brother no more but i'm sure la dodgers fans have something to say about that still so going over their lineup they have um significantly lighter lineup than in the past but it's a dodger so it's still really good so leading off for them is going to be right fielder mookie betts two spot is first baseman freddie freeman the three spot catcher will smith cleanup max munchie max munchie oh my goodness max muncie um they have him at third base um on roster resource he's definitely going to play all over the place though he just does um Five spots going to be their primary DH, J.D. Martinez. I can't talk today. That sucks because I'm doing a podcast. Um, Six spot, shortstop, Gavin Lux. Seven spot, center fielder, Trace Thompson. In left field and batting eighth, Dave Peralta. And then rounding things out at second, Miguel Vargas. The bench, backup catcher, Austin Barnes. Uh, Infielder and newly acquired infielder, Miguel Rojas. Uh, Util man, Chris Taylor, and they also have Jason Hayward as a non-roster invitee um, to spring training, but Fangrass projects he's going to make um, the lineup, particularly because he'd be the only lefty in, uh, make the roster, I mean, he'd be the only lefty on the bench. Uh, the rotation, Clayton Kershaw comes back again. I think it's another one-year deal he's back on. Julio Urias, I believe that's how you say that. Tony Gonsolin. They brought in Noah Syndergaard and the return of Dustin May. Um, and the bullpen, not too important, but I'm just going to run through this. Daniel Hudson, Evan Phillips, Alex Vesia, Bruce Dargraderall, Caleb Ferguson, Yancy Almate, Jimmy Nelson, Shelby Mitt. Their bullpen's disgusting. I didn't realize it was that good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's the Dodgers. Um, yeah, so there's the lineup. Kind of going through some potential talking points. First, I have uh, the Turners, both left, Trey and Justin. Neither re-signed. Trey going to my Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Justin to Boston to probably DH for them, which I, I don't know if that was a weird move, but not weird because like, he's a really good player, but it was just I guess he's just going to be a primary DH now. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, suddenly, I think they're going to miss Trey at the top of that lineup a lot. But it, like I said, it kind of just looks a little bit lighter. You have some new faces. I mean, Trace Thompson in center field. I mean, you don't have Belly anymore. So that's going to be strange. He played all right last year, but see if he can continue that. Um, they brought in uh, J.D. Martinez, um, David Peralta, traded for Miguel Ro- Rojas, as I said, um, which kind of talking about Miguel Rojas kind of um, brings me to my next point about uh, Gavin Lux is going to be taking over at shortstop. Um, there's a lot of question marks about that um, just because not necessarily at the plate, like he's going to be fine at the plate. I think not great, not bad. Um, and he doesn't have to be great because you have Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman in your lineup. You don't have to be great. Um, but just in terms of defense, like I'm pretty sure there were, um, some arm strength issues with, with Gavin. So we'll see about that. I think Miguel Rojas is kind of going to be an insurance, like he's, insurance system I guess you could say um just in case that you know isn't working out um uh yeah I mentioned the Dustin May return he had Tommy John uh, I think two years ago so he's coming back now slated as their five but like any team would kill for him to be their five uh we'll see just going through this rotation real quick we'll see what Noah Syndergaard is he uh, started the year on the Angels and got way too much money from them. Uh, traded over to the Phillies. Played relatively well. Not fantastic, but not bad either. I mean, um, since the surgery with him that he's had. Was it Tommy John? Or was it like shoulder thing? I don't remember what it was with Syndergaard. But, he had, you know, surgery on the throwing arm. Um, the Velo's obviously been down. but So he's had to like kind of reinvent himself and work on like deception rather than just blowing people away with 100 mile an hour fastballs and stuff so but if any team is going to work with him and get him to like you know just completely max out um what he can be it's definitely the LA Dodgers so I think he'll be okay there um Urias is coming up on a free agent year is this his free agent year or is it yeah I think it is so I think he's a free agent at the end of this year if I'm not mistaken we will spoke check that very quickly um this is loading he yeah 2024 free agent so he's this is actually his last year there potentially um so that's fun kershaw coming back he's only 34 i mean he'll be 35 by the start of the season i believe but that's crazy he's 34 and he's been in the league for 14 years that's insane um and then tony gonsolin is there too he's he's a good player so yeah the rotation very good um continuing on I kind of went on a tangent there that wasn't in my notes I just I was just looking and I was um looking at the uh, the roster resource as I said and just kind of just started talking about that so uh back on track um so we talked about the turners not there new pieces um skipped ahead kind of talked about Gavin Lux Dustin May and just finishing things up with the Dodgers they have a boatload of prospects um that are on the way slash will be there this season um you have Diego Cartaya he won't be there yet I don't think but you have he's he's their their best prospect he's a catcher you got Michael Bush who's kind of like a util um 
pitchers, Gavin Stone, Bobby Miller, Ryan Pepio. Pepio's is he on, is he listed? He is not. He pitched last year though, I think. He had he got some time up and he was doing and he was doing well. I think he had time in the postseason too. Um, so yeah, Stone, Miller, and Pepio will all probably see action. I know Pe- Pepio will. Bobby Miller most likely will. Uh, it's probably more Gavin Stone. We're not you're not sure. And then Andy Pejas, I think I said that right, and James Atman, Outman, both outfielders that um, all project to be you know solid to better than solid major league players. It's crazy. That's what one, two, three, four, five, seven. Wait, can I count? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven. Seven players off the top. That was just from um, just kind of looking around. I knew they had them, uh, prospects that were, you know, almost ready. So I did, you know, did some research, and I found more than I thought uh, were actually going to come up. So we'll see. Uh, this roster come playoff time, probably going to look a little different. Maybe you insert some young guys. Um, didn't really talk about it, but second baseman Miguel Vargas, only 23 years old. Um he is their 10th-ranked prospect in the system. Nope, that's wrong. 4th-ranked prospect. Read the wrong thing. So that's a big deal as well. Um, he's going to play 2nd, projected batting ninth. Um, so we'll see what he is as well. I mean, on base, projected 331, 262 average. So, I mean, for a first year in the league, that wouldn't be bad at all, um, especially batting ninth. Um, yeah, um, so I think that's it with the Dodgers. Rounding things out going to give my 2023 projection projection uh record wise so just reminder won an insane 111 games last year um 111 and 51 so this year i think there's going to be regression but not necessarily because it's their fault more because um balanced schedule you don't get as many games against um colorado uh mainly Colorado. I also think the Padres, which we'll get into, um, are going to be a lot better. So looking at this now, this might be a bit aggressive because I don't think they're going to regress this much, but I have them at 102 and 60, which is still an insane season. That's still like really, really, really good. It's just that they had such a good season last year. It looks like it's major regression. Um, They might win like 106. Um, I wouldn't put it over like 108 though i mean that's that's still crazy what's the record for the marylands the mariners oh my god mariners isn't it like 113 or 114 or something nuts like that i mean dodgers got close but yeah so my official prediction 102 and 60 which um is right okay which moves us on sorry to the san diego padres last year went 89 and 73 um, of course, that big trade at the trade deadline brought over um, Juan Soto, and uh, Josh Bell was also included in that. But the big piece is Juan Soto. Uh, he's still around this year. Um, and, yeah, so we're going to get into this lineup um, starting off uh, with the leadoff hitter and projected to play second base, uh, Ha Song Kim. In two-spot left fielder, Juan Soto. Three-spot third baseman, Manny Machado. Excuse me. Uh, four spot and playing shortstop Xander Bogarts. Five spot and playing first Jake Cronenworth. DHing in the six hole is Nelson Cruz. Right fielder, uh, playing right field, excuse me, and batting seventh, Matt Carpenter. Austin Nola behind the plate, batting eighth. And in center, rounding things out in the ninth spot is Trent Grisham. Um, the 
Backup catcher is Luis Capusano. Infield outfield, Brandon Dixon. Jose Azucar and Adam Angle are your um, extra outfielders. That's interesting that they don't have another infield. I mean, I guess Brent, I've never used, oh, came over from Japan, apparently. That's interesting. Okay, and then um, they are rocking right now a six-man rotation. I guess we'll see because they have Seth Lugo listed here, which we'll I'll, you know, I'll talk about. They might kick him to the pen. I don't know. But, all right, so starting pitcher one is going to be you Darvish. Then goes down to Joe Musgrove, Blake Snell, Michael Walker, Nick Martinez, and Seth Lugo. Um, and then the pen, uh, Josh Hader, Robert Suarez. Those are your two really good guys. Jute Pomeran's also there. Uh, Luis Garcia has been decent. Uh, Steven Wilson, Tim Hill, and Nabil Chrismat. I hope I said that right. Um, yes, yeah, so there's your roster. Um, there's a name missing, obviously. Fernando Tatis Jr., not going to be there for um, opening day. He actually comes back on uh, April 20th. Um, so he's eligible to come back. And then once he does, you'd have to think Carpenter gets kicked to the bench or to DH and Cruz goes to the bench and they're going to stick... Um, Tatis in a, in a corner and right, probably. Because I feel Xander's your shortstop. Kim is too good defensively to not have out there. And then if you didn't, where would you play him? So he's fine at second. Cronenworth is good at... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You'd prob, It's either Cruz or Carpenter to the bench for to make way for Tatis when he comes back. Um, you know, getting pop for the... Was it Tordal, I think? Um, with the... It was in the um, alleged... Uh, ringworm cream or whatever he claimed um was his story um not really sure you can believe what you want to believe and you know if he comes out comes back this year balls out no one's gonna care he hasn't really acted like a jerk about it or anything like that i mean he didn't i mean he denied it but like he hasn't been super adamant about about it in terms of like you know compared to other guys in the past like other steroid guys, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's the Tatis stuff, um, obviously, you know, brought in Xander Bogarts, um, who just really consistently his whole career, he's 30 now, he's been in the league nine years, all with the Red Sox, of course, um, just been a really good hitter, uh, let me see, like a career 292, uh, 356 on base and a 458 slug, uh, 814 OPS, 117 OPS plus, like, that's, I don't want to say Hall of Fame, but, like, borderline, like, that's what it looks like, um, you know, I'm not saying Xander Bogart's for the Hall of Fame, but, like, it's, that, that's a really good career, like, for a solid nine years, you have an 814 OPS, that's very good, um, and they just, you know, they're gonna put him in the cleanup spot, stick him at short for the next, what was his deal? 10 years or something like that. He's going to be there till he's 40. Crazy. And he's probably going to age well, too, because his, you know, the hit tool doesn't really go anywhere. I mean, it's not like he makes his money on speed or defense or anything. It's what he does in the box, and he's really good at what he does in the box. So that contract more than likely will age well. Um, so he's there, like I said, in the cleanup spot. Um, as I said when I was introducing the Padres, they traded for Juan Soto. Um, a bit of a down year last year. Um, wasn't necessarily bad. He slashed 242 with a 401 
on 401 on base it's crazy just reading that out loud and a 452 slug like that's not a bad year there's a lot of guys um who would like kill to have a year like that but then again we're talking about Juan Soto who has a what let me see a career 287 424 526 slugging percentage uh a career 950 OPS so i mean oh my god that's insane you forget how good he like you know he's good but then you actually look at the stats and you're like holy crap this dude's 24 um and he's going to continue to do this so he is also a free agent because he had the year and a half on the contract left when he got traded last year so he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year um so we'll see what happens there but he's going to have a full year um you know to kind of settle in and play well in um in San Diego, I'd imagine last year, a bit of a struggle, just, you know, like, you're on the Nationals, there's rumors, um, are they going to trade them, all this, so that's in your head, and then eventually it does happen, even though you get traded to a good team, I mean, it's still, you know, he went from Washington, D.C. to San Diego, that's cross-country, so that's a big move, um, and just getting acclimated, stuff like that, I'm sure was a struggle, so he'll definitely be better this year, um, and you, you could see it. Like, the approach and all that was, like, he still had a 400 on-base percentage. So it's not, like, anything, like, he wasn't chasing or anything like that. Like, he still won Soto. It was just st- something with the swing and just getting acclimated. So I'm sure he will be very, very good again this year. Um, pretty Kind of the big news that happened the most recently Manny Machado stating he has a player opt-out in his contract after this will be his fifth year on the team um stating that he does plan just on opting out um just straight up said it like yeah we're gonna do well this year I'm gonna opt out um I don't think that means he wants out of San Diego I think it means he just wants more money um walking away from 150 mil it was about 30 mil AAV um, over the next, well, he made that past five years, and then the next five years was the same, so, um, yeah, we're gonna see that from Machado, um, I don't think that'll necessarily play too much of a role, I mean, it's always gonna be a narrative, uh, people are gonna spin things, how they're gonna spin them, it's just, you know, like, media, it just kinda works like that, um, but, like, Machado, he's 30, he's a pro, he's been doing this for 10 years um i don't think that stuff's gonna bother him so he'll perform most likely and then go and get a bag at the end of the year whether it's with san diego or not who knows but that's conversation for another time talked about xander bogarts um and they also locked up you darvish um yeah you darvish gets that six year 108 million dollars third six year contract of his career and he's 36, so that's really cool. Um, yeah, you Darvish, underrated player. I know he got his shine in the uh, in the playoffs last year. I mean, the broadcast was practically like mm, stuff they were saying about him. You thought you think they were like in love with him when they were talking about how he has all these different pitches. But um, in the playoffs, I mean, I mean that's probably com- me coming um, from like a Phillies point of view. Um, it got a little annoying, but whatever um yeah i kind of lost my train of thought there i apologize um yeah you darvish six years um he's gonna be there till he's 42 
but then again, if anyone can do it, um, I would say that he can. So that's wrapping things up. I mean, they got a lot better. They brought uh, kind of skipped over Nelson Cruz uh, and Matt Carpenter. Like, we talked about it, but not a lot. Matt Carpenter obviously going on that tear with the Yankees and then getting hurt. So if he can rekindle any version of that for them, batting seventh, you know, that'll be something. And, yeah, I think that's it. So my... 2023 record projection for the Cardinals, just from my, the Cardinals, where did that come from, excuse me, for the Padres, um, just reminding you, last year, like I said, 89-73 and 73 record, um, this year I have them going 95-67, and 67, still finishing second, it's going to be crazy to finish second in, uh, with 95 wins, um, but that's what happens when you're in a division with the Dodgers, but vastly improve and then make the playoffs and see what happens basically they're probably i'd put a lot of money on them i actually know the nl east is good too the one the one or two wild card spot is going to be is going to belong to the padres barring any massive blow up um yeah so that is the san diego padres which brings me to who I believe will finish third, shocker here, the Arizona Diamondbacks, not the Giants. We'll talk about why when we get to the Giants. I'm just big on the Diamondbacks this year. Uh, we're going to go into their lineup real quick. Excuse me, throat was dry. Um, starting, okay, I don't know why we have him... Okay, they have Corbin Carroll leading off slated for left field. I believe he's probably going to start in center. But, okay, we'll go with left field. Um, in the two-spot second baseman, Cattell Marte. Three-spot right fielder, Jake McCarthy. Uh, Four-spot first baseman, Christian Walker. Five-spot third baseman, Josh Rojas. Six-spot NDHing, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Seven-spot and playing center here, probably go to a corner if I had to actually guess on that alec thomas eight spot and doing the catching carson kelly and nine spot playing shortstop nick ahmed um the bench you your backup catcher is going to be gabriel moreno your third baseman on the bench uh no he can play either corner infield i'd say is evan longoria and i don't know why he'd be on the bench i'd imagine he'd be playing I don't know. Um, another infielder on the bench, Geraldo Perdomo. And Kyle Lewis, the former Mariners prospect, who actually won Rookie of the Year a couple of years ago. Um, he is also on the Diamondbacks bench. And then the rotation, Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, Madison Bumgarner, Zach Davies, and Ryan Nelson. Um, and then in the bullpen, they have names like Andrew Chafin, uh, Joe Mantiply, uh, Mark Melanson, and that's about it. So, yeah, that's the Dimebacks. I am very high on them this year. I have them being a pretty decent team. Uh, last year, they went 74 and 88. I forgot to mention that. So, like, not bad, but not good. Nearly, you know, not good enough to, to win the division by any means. Um, yeah, so let's get into... Um, these predictions here let's see uh talking points i mean not predictions excuse me uh first i have corbin carroll uh rookie of the year watch um he's gonna lead off he's 
going to play really well. I wouldn't be surprised if we have a... He's not the same kind of player as J-Rod, Julio Rodriguez, but the same kind of like phenomenon happened where like a team rallies around this young guy, um, this rookie, right? Uh, he was a first-round pick, uh, 17th, 16th overall, excuse me, back in 2019. Um, he... Yeah, I mean, I just... He's really good. <laughs> like, I don't really know... Um, how else to say that? He's 22 years old, projected 16 homers, 18 stolen bases. You might even bump that up and go 2020. Um, 330 OBP, 420 slug projected. I mean, yeah, I think Corbin Carroll is going to be a good player. Um, at the top of that lineup, going to get as many ABs as he needs. And, yeah. Um, and then going down to their two and four hitters, you have Cattell Marte and Christian Walker, who I think are all sorts of underrated. Cattell Marte, <coughs> excuse me, you'd actually um, be surprised. I, I think he, he was properly rated or maybe a little overrated at some point. And then, I don't know, I feel like it, the, the shine on Marte is, as you know, like, diminished over the past couple years but he's still like a really good player 279 career batting average at 342 on base 448 slug I mean a 790 OPS but the fact he can slot in at second he can also play some outfield um he uh let me see what uh excuse me yeah I don't know I just think I think Tel Marte um is underrated as well as first baseman Christian Walker, who last year, I mean, he hit 242, 327, 477. He had an 804 OPS, uh, 126 OPS plus, um, 36 homers, which was his career high by, well, let me see, seven. He had 26 in 2019. Uh, since then, it kind of dropped off a little bit, but yeah, you're going to definitely see. Was he hurt this year? Yeah, it looks like, eh, kind of. Maybe. 2021, it seemed like he was a little banged up and things weren't clicking too much. But last year, they definitely were. Um, I th yeah, I, all underrated. Christian Walker, pay attention to that. Um, I have here Evan Longoria added. Um, I mentioned this back in the uh, off-season recap episode that I did, kind of going through acquisitions that teams made. Um, Evan Longoria is 37 years old. See what he's got left in the tank. Um, but add him into this mix of of young guys, right? Your Corbin Carrolls, your McCarthy's, your um, <clears throat> your uh, Alec Thomas's. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it in terms of young guys. But like, I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's hard to describe necessarily, like, and convince why I like. The Diamondbacks. I just I just look at the roster and I really like it. Um, you add to that they traded for Gurriel Jr. and uh, Gabriel Moreno from the um, the Blue Jays. Getting uh, I almost said getting rid of. That's probably the wrong terminology. But trading away uh, Dalton Varsha, who obviously they liked. He was insanely uh, good defensive center fielder. Played really you know he played a very good um, played well at the dish as well. So tripping over my words um underrated and then also zach gallon Cy young watch um be on the lookout for zach gallon started the year last year um not too great but 
after like the All Star break, or maybe it was either the All Star break or um, excuse me, the uh, the, the oh my, what's it called? The trade deadline. I'm pretty sure he had like an ERA under two. He he had a two five four ERA last year in what? How many innings? Innings pitched 184. Uh, let's see some strikeout numbers. I can't find it. 9.4, which is actually down. He's normally in the tens. Like 2019, he was approaching 11 strikeouts per nine. Um, the ERA, ERA plus is really good, and just he led the league in WHIP last year and hits per nine. So he's just not necessarily like gonna overpower you, but he just limits base runners really, really, really well. Um, he's only been in the league for three years. He's so like there's still plenty of room to improve, and I think he's just an ace. And I think people know about him. I wouldn't necessarily call him underrated. Like if you're a baseball fan in general I think you know who Zach Gallon is at least I hope so but um I he's still like a very good player that people should be keeping an eye on um yeah so that's gonna round out the Arizona Diamondbacks who I'm for some reason high on um yeah so they went let me see wait where am I at 74 and 88 last year I have them going 79 and 83 this year almost 500 not quite there but still finishing um third in the NL West which brings us now to the who I believe will be the fourth place team the San Francisco Giants who last year finished the season at 81 and 81 exactly 500 um they I don't know what the Giants like they had that 107 win season a couple years ago uh last year obviously there was regression I think guys were kind of well not kind I think you could definitely say guys were uh playing out of what they actually are if that makes sense just I'm lacking the phrase right now um yeah, we're going to move on, though. Uh, just getting into their lineup. Uh, leading off, you got second baseman Tyro Estrada. Uh, in two-spot center fielder Mike Yastrzemski. In three-spot right fielder Mitch Haniger. Four-spot DH Jock Peterson. Five-spot and playing left Michael Conforto. Third base and batting six David Villar. Shortstop and batting seventh Brandon Crawford. First base and batting eighth, Lamont Wade Jr. And catching and batting ninth, Joey Bart. Um, you got Roberto Perez, who's probably going to make it as your backup catcher. He's a non-roster invitee, but he'll probably make it. Uh, corner infielder, J.D. Davis. Another infielder, Wilmer Flores. And then outfielder, Austin Slater. Uh, your rotation, Logan Webb, Alex Cobb, uh, Sean Manaya. And Chicken Strip, Ross Stripling. Chicken Strip that down for me. Um, and then, oh, Alex Wood as well. You, you were hiding there, Alex. I didn't see you. Alex Wood. Um, and then the bullpen, Camilo Duvall, Taylor Rogers, John Brebia, Tyler Rogers. That's awesome. I just read an article about that on The Athletic. Taylor and Tyler, identical twins in the same bullpen. That's really freaking cool. Uh, Scott Alexander, uh, Jacob Junis, Sam Long, and Anthony Descalfani. Disco. Um, yeah, that's your roster. Kind of getting in some talking points. Uh, we're getting into the back end of the division. So, um, and I also have been going for a little bit. So, we're going to kind of tighten this up a little. So, talking points. First, I have no Judge or Correa. 
it's really sad. I wouldn't want to be a Giants fan this year. Um, they had Judge, and then they didn't, and then they really had Correa, and then he left him at, well, he didn't leave him at the altar. They kind of left him at the altar, but it's not the fans' fault, obviously, so that sucks. Um, they also lost Carlos, well, I wouldn't say also, but they lost Carlos Rodon going to the Yankees on a six-year, $162 million deal. Um, which I guess we can get into on the next episode, which will be the AL East. You should listen to that when that comes out. Um, they brought in Michael Conforto and Mitch Haniger, who are still good players. We'll see what Conforto is. He didn't play last year. Um, yeah, they'll they'll man the corners in the outfield. I mean, they're, they're good players, but it's not Aaron Judge, you know, uh, which I th- they would need if they want to compete in this division. Um, and I also have outfielder Helio Ramos. Ramos? Oh my god, Ramos, that's how you pronounce that, Matthew. Um, would he potentially make an appearance this year? Who knows, but you need something to be excited about if you're a Giants fan, and they're probably just going to play just under 500 baseball, which is what I have them at. I have them projected at 78-84, and 84, one game behind the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, finishing fourth, which moves us on to the fifth-place team. We'll just do this. Very quickly, the Colorado Rockies lineup looks like this. Center fielder and leading off, Jonathan Daza. Second, hitting second and playing left field. Chris Bryant hitting third and playing third. Ryan McMahon hitting fourth in the cleanup spot and playing first base, CJ Crone. Hitting fifth and playing right field, Charlie Blackman. Hitting sixth and playing second, base Brendan Rodgers your DH batting seventh Sean Bouchard hitting eighth and doing the catching for the Rockies Elias Diaz and hitting ninth and playing short 21 year olds prospect the sec nope oh I guess he's not considered a prospect here but he last year he was the second ranked prospect uh in the system for the the Rockies you have Ezekiel Tovar the switch hitter which is fun um, you are catcher on the bench, Brian Severn. You have, that's a name, Ellie Huris Montero, butchered that, sorry. non rister invitee, Harold Castro, and Nolan Jones, who was the once Cleveland uh, super prospect. Uh, also on the bench, your rotation, Herman Marquez, Kyle Freeland, uh, Jose Urania, Austin Gomber, and Connor Siebold. Um, the pen. Daniel Bard is a good player. Uh, let's see. Denilson Lamette, remember him? He was on the... Uh, what happened with him? I don't remember. I was going to say a surgery, but like it wasn't, was it? Maybe it was. He was on the Padres a couple years ago and was really nasty in that rotation. And then Maybe he, it was like an, an elbow thing. Uh, he got released or something, and the, um, the Rockies uh, came in and scooped him up and put him in the pen. Sorry, I don't have that information. I told, I forgot to look that up. Um, yeah, but he was something. So that's, I mean, that could be something. Yeah, Brett Suter, Nick Mears, Justin Lawrence, names that I low-key haven't heard of. So that's the Rockies getting into some storylines. Um, I'm kind of mean in these talking points that I wrote down. Bryant, McMahon, Crone, all good, but for what? Like, two, three, four. That's a very solid two three four i mean it's chris frick and bryant ryan mcmahon's underrated cj crone is underrated 
So we'll see what that is. I mean, you play in Colorado. The offensive numbers should be good. Um, not really sure. Uh, Marquez and Freeland, are they going to be anything? Kyle Freeland had that really good year. Uh, I want to say 2018. He was like Cy Young considerations. Um, Herman Marquez has his moments, but I mean, it's hard to pitch in Colorado, so they get a bit of a break there. But also, I mean, it's not a good rotation. Anyway, uh, Daniel Bard, he's a good player. Is he going to get traded? Who knows? But it's the Rockies, so he might, but then it would make too much sense, so he probably wouldn't. I don't know. Um, and then I have not much else written down. I kind of, I, I do this. I kind of make fun of them. I did that on the NL uh, offseason recap thing. I was like, I wrote something like they did nothing or something to that effect. I just, I'm sorry, Rockies fans. It's just the ownership. Hopefully you get another, like, you know, you get another crop of players who's really good. I mean, you, you, you go, go to the, the ballpark. I mean, McMahon... I'm sorry, Bryant, McMahon, Crone, Blackman, that's fun, that's a, like, Charlie Blackman, obviously not what he used to be, but he could still hit for a little bit of average, um, yeah, that's kind of all I have on the Rockies, I'm sorry, um, and yeah, I think that's gonna kind of wrap things up, uh, I definitely was stumbling over my words more today than I have in the past, I apologize for that, maybe I haven't, maybe I stumble over my words all the time, that's probably true too, um, yeah, So next episode, we're going to continue this. Finish the National League. We're going to move on to the AL East, which is fun. That's going to be a bloodbath of a division. Can't wait to start looking at some storylines, getting my notes ready, and all that. Um, Some housekeeping before we close this out. Uh, Made it to the end. Very much appreciate it. If you enjoyed, um, recommend to a friend, family member, babysitter, teacher whatever i don't care just someone you think would enjoy listening to me ramble about baseball for 40 minutes it would be very much appreciated um follow at dinger discussions we have an instagram a tiktok um a twitter haven't really been using the twitter all that much but the instagram and tiktok are active so go shoot them a follow fun content plus on the instagram you're going to get little posts about when i post the podcast so um leave a like follow the podcast leave a rating all that fun stuff and i think that's it so thank you for listening this has been the dinger discussions podcast i have been matthew guir and i appreciate you listening today thanks